Hello, and welcome to the Dear Sparrows podcast. Today is a very special day because I have one of my best friends in the entire world with me, Melissa Eady. Hi, guys. <laughs> I cannot share how awkward this is, <laughs> but I am excited to be on the show with my bestie. Uh, so, we're going to have a fun day and have different perspectives and kind of give different stuff. So, how Mel and I met. Um, so, a few years ago, I um, hired a photographer for a project I was doing, and so we went to bless um, up a Jacob Gyllenhaal, no, Jacob Albert Tobias Franklin Stuckman. Yes. For introducing us because little did we know that we would become the best of friends from that one day. Mel is a makeup artist and she is the one who takes me from looking like Fiona from Shrek to looking good. Such such lies. But I am honored that for every event she contacts me. Yes. (laughs) I love that. So because she is abundantly talented and she has the greatest soul of all time so we have a good time so anyway uh we always start off with a funny story so uh i don't know do you want to start it sure sure i will take this one um basically i don't know if you guys will find this funny but this just brings me so much laughter in the memories but uh last year my sister decided that she couldn't wait till December to celebrate Christmas and literally put together a October Christmas party where we made cut out ornaments. We made like paper ornaments. We made like the, what are those things where you like interloop? Oh yeah, the streamer thing. Yeah. We made those. We did it all. We watched Christmas movies. We gave gifts. That was cool. Yes. We sang Christmas carols. We got like real deep in girl talk about like things that weren't about Christmas, but then everything wrapped around back to Christmas. And we wore Christmas themed pajamas, which I didn't get the memo on, but I was lonesome because I I was the only one with the memo. (laughs) I came with my black ripped skinny jeans and rocking it in the flannel. Always flannel. Always flannel. Which that counts for Christmas. So that's not the funny part, though. So Callie likes to be the extra person. You you know, she likes to be so extra in the group. So we were making... My sister found, like, Pinterest. Um, She found these, like, ingredients to make your own ornaments. And so she gave us all the ingredients, and Callie decided she wanted to try the batter. And Well, okay, okay. The ingredients were, like, a crap ton of cinnamon. And applesauce, but with edible things. And I had seen the cinnamon challenge a few times on YouTube. <laughs> Why not try to see if it tasted good? Because it smelled good. It did not taste good. No, and I'm pretty sure there was some kind of glue in there, but we didn't tell Callie. But that's okay. Because. So. <laughs> <laughs> so she ate it, and then I'm pretty sure that night she was sick. But she won't admit to it. <laughs> But that's our funny story for for you today. <laughs> yes, that's a funny story. So moving on into today's topic, which is about fear and doubt. Um, mainly fear of not trying cinnamon and applesauce smell. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was my fear. And that was her fear, but I conquered my fear. And so anyway, no, we're talking about uh, fear and doubt. So fear and doubt is such a, oh my gosh, it's such a broad 
um, theme that we could talk about, and we could be super corny um, and say, you know, fears, fear not is said 365 times in the Bible, which is true, and that holds truth, but it also has kind of become a bit cliche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, what we're mainly going to talk about today is the story um, throughout the Gospels of Jesus calming the storm. So I'm going to read from uh, Matthew and Mark for these two, even though it's also in Luke. Um, it says, Jesus, this is Matthew 8, 23. Then he got into the boat and the disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came upon the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We are going to drown. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and waves obey him. So basically, they hop on the boat, and they were just, you know, chilling on their little cruise and going on their merry way. And then this, like, Jesus is taking a nap because Jesus is pro-naps, y'all, which is awesome. (laughs) It is biblical to take naps. (laughs) So they're chilling, and suddenly this, like, giant storm comes, and it's like, and so then they're like, Jesus, get up, and he's like, what, and he gets up, and he's like, y'all, I was asleep, what's your problem, Um, and calms the storm, so Mel's cracking up over here. I tell Bible stories. I'm doing that awkward, like, silent laugh to where your face is just distorted because you're trying so hard to not make a sound. It's quite hideous, but she is making some really strange movements over here, so it's making my life. Anyway, so, um, so the, the main theme of, of this scripture passage is everybody was so freaked out and they were so scared of what was going on and what was happening and they lost sight of Jesus being able to calm everything. And we look at this, and I think as Christians, we can almost be, we can almost hold like a judgment against the disciples because it's like Jesus is literally sitting in your boat. Like, why are you freaked out? Y'all should just be like, I don't, what do you do on boats? Like, fish. You could fish. Or like, well, no, I'm trying to think like if you're like just sailing in a boat in the middle of the night, like, what do you do? Like, do you play like Monopoly? Probably. <laughs> or or watch Netflix or something. Netflix. We're going to go with that. <laughs> Gilligan's Island. You watch Gilligan's Island on... And yeah, because they all have iPads. Um, no, it's so... Like, they're chilling, and they literally have Jesus in the boat, and then they freak out. And they, like, lose sight that Jesus is right there with them. And I think we do that all the time, because we forget that Jesus is with us through the Holy Spirit all the time. Mm-hmm. And we let... That fear dominate us always, mm. always. So, well, and they also like they felt like Jesus had abandoned them. Like they felt like you know he was just sleeping, and they were like, "We're gonna die," and he doesn't care. Like you know, I feel so often when things don't go our way, when the job that we wanted falls through, like we feel abandoned and angry. So we're like, "Jesus, you're sleeping." Like. Have you turned your face away from me? Like, I'm I'm just your friend. Like, I just, I, I thought we were on this boat together and you're sleeping. Like, you know, um, and I think so often we feel abandoned, but that's, that's such a lie, you know, like 
like me and Callie just spent four months apart from each other, but that doesn't mean that we suddenly abandoned each other, you know? Like, we were always with each other in heart and spirit, so. Exactly. And Snapchat. (laughs) Snapchat was our best friend. Uh, For anyone who didn't know, Mel just got back um, from going to makeup artistry school in Florida, and we were in Virginia, so that is quite a distance, and I'm really proud of her. She graduated a couple days ago. Um... (laughs) But, yeah, you make, like, an excellent point with that. Like, we do. We feel like Jesus is sleeping on the job for mm-hmm. us. And he's forgotten and ignored. And we forget that he's not going to let his kingdom be tarnished. Mm-hmm. And even if the sales change and he has a different plan, we have to, as hard as it is, we have to believe that he has a plan for that. And I don't know. I go back to thinking about um, something my friend Novali told me once which I just love the imagery with this. I was really upset over something um, this winter and really stressed about it. I just, I was overwhelmed and I didn't really know what God was going to do. And honestly, it's still like kind of lingering um, even now, six months later, or not six months later, people, whatever. It's <laughs> three months later. <laughs> so, um, but she was telling me how we can oftentimes feel like a little fish who lives in a puddle. And we're swimming along, and life is fine and content and calm, and everything is good. And then someone steps in that puddle. And suddenly, our calm world is a whirlwind, and everything is crazy, and everything is chaos, and everything. We, we just feel like we go into this mass hysteria because we don't think anything is ever going to calm down or be restored or be okay again because all we see is the puddle. But if you were to look outside the puddle, you would see that actually everything is going to be fine, and everything is going to settle down. And everything is going to be calm again. And and through the process of it, if we handle it right and holding on to ourselves, we'll actually be stronger in it. And that gave me a lot of peace to just kind of think about being that little fish and knowing that, like, everything will be okay. Um, and not to say that in such a way that's, like, such a cliche, like, everything's going to be fine. Like, just hold on. But, but... Jesus was in control. Even in his sleep, he was still in control. And as soon as he said stop to the waves, they stopped. And he was in total control the whole time. Um, in Mark, it actually says it a little bit differently. Um, when we get down past Jesus sleeping and then going to get to the other side, um, he speaks to the winds and he says, quiet, be still. And everything was completely calm. <clears throat> and Mel made a good point when we were writing our kind of like script for this of a verse that's very reminiscent. Oh, Exodus 14, 14. You know it off the top of your head. (laughs) Be still, (laughs) for the Lord will fight for you. All you have to do is be still. And so in that, in that context, if we want to look at like the greater context, because we always want to look at context with the Bible. Um, So the Israelites had just left Egypt, okay? So they're leaving Egypt. It's just like, giant crew of them they're bringing all their stuff I don't know like I kind of think of it like in this like super like they look really legit leaving like (laughs) by Pharaoh (laughs) and they're like leaving looking really cool yes (laughs) by Felicia spelled with like a p or something because it's Pharaoh um and so they're they're like going and they're doing their exit well then they reach the Red Sea and they're like cool, who knows how to swim? And I'm like, no one raises their hand, right? And then they look behind them, and they're like, 
great. Pharaoh and his army are coming to kill us. And then they look straight to Moses and they're like, bro, you said you had a plan. And I love what happens here because even the Israelites in this moment, they're like, well, cool. God brought us here to die. And like, literally, that is what they say. They're like, God must have um, more room in the desert for graves. So good to know that was good. And so they're freaking out and they're just like the disciples here and they're freaking out. And then they look over to Moses because Moses right now is the prophet. He's speaking for God. And Moses is like, so God. Um, and God says, Moses, raise your hand. So Moses raises his hand. And in this, it's be still. The Lord will fight for you. So then uh, Moses raises his hand and literally the Red Sea parts. They cross to the other side on dry land, not even the mud. They're good. They make it across the other side. Not a swimming lesson needed. Then the waves come down and crush and annihilate all of the freaking army <laughs> in one giant swoop. And you're like, what just happened? <laughs> um, and it's amazing because God just handled it all. But right leading up to that, we have to remember, like, the Israelites didn't know what was going to happen. Just as a lot of time, we don't know what's going to happen. Just as the disciples didn't know what was going to happen, but God had a plan the whole time. And even though it looked like Jesus was sleeping, it didn't mean he didn't know what was going on. And so sometimes that's just being still and not freaking out, even though it's the human reaction to Which I totally know that, you know, in every sermon and every, like, time you're stressing out, everybody's like, just trust, just trust. And I know it's so much harder to do than just to hear, you know, but I think that there's something beautiful when you finally figure out how to trust and give it to Jesus. And I know it takes a lot of time and that's why we don't, you know, just get born and then like die the next day like you know it's like we have a whole life to like figure this out so it takes it takes time but I mean me and Callie definitely have not even figured it out ourselves completely um but, but I think that there's something beautiful in just even reading this verse about how we you know we're not forgotten by Jesus he is constantly by our side and he He's still the same God that he was yesterday. He still is the same God he is today, and he is still the same God tomorrow. So just remember that, like, the awesome, crazy freaking cool God that he was in the Bible, he is still today. So, like, we still have those boat moments, but now it's just in cars, and it's just in, you know. <laughs> maybe a boat. Ma- okay, okay. There's maybe that drift, a, a drift movie. Like, I think the whole drift. I haven't seen it. I just saw the preview. But, like, I'm pretty sure it's, like, the same situation. <laughs> they needed Jesus. It did. Honestly, I think the movie needs Jesus. I will, I, From the preview, it needs a whole lot of Jesus. But, you know. Oh, but I'm so- not advocating for that movie. I have not seen it, so I really don't know what's happening. So maybe it's a good movie. Maybe it's bad. I don't know. <laughs> Disclaimer. On another note, though, but just remember that, like, even though, like, sometimes we feel like we can't relate to the stories in the Bible, like, just flip it to modern time. Like, uh, uh, Twitter is definitely in there somewhere. I know it. Like, you know, like, just keep in mind that, like, he is the same that he was back then. It doesn't change at all, so. Exactly. No, I love it. Yeah. And um, so right before we filmed this, I 
prayed and or recorded this. I say film. It was record. Um, I'm, a, I'm a YouTuber, so I think yeah, she, no, gets, YouTuber, like, so. she, like, she forgets that we're not recording. I forget we're not recording. <laughs> um, but I prayed and I was like, God, if there's anything else we're leaving out, please show me. Well, I open right up to this verse. And this is such a common verse, but I just love it. And I'm like, yes. And it's um, in Deuteronomy 31. And it says, do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you, and he will not leave you or forsake you. And I think that's such a good reminder because in different situations, especially like today, rarely are we like gonna capsize and have like this whole like boat moment where it's like we're in the literal boat. It's usually more situational and more someone doing something to us or something occurring with other people and other parties that are gonna rock our boat and are going to cause the chaos and us to be scared and us to doubt and us to have that fear and so this is just a good reminder that God isn't going to leave us or forsake us he's not going to leave us just hanging and for our own and sometimes it might take a while sometimes it might take three or more months sometimes it might take three more years sometimes it might take seven years um you never know but but God is a God of love and he cares and he's going to make a way even when there doesn't seem to be one or he's going to make a new path that in time will make sense um and bring us that peace so amen any other thoughts now i think guys just stay encouraged if you feel fear and doubt that doesn't mean that you're failing (laughs) (laughs) um it's a very natural feeling and Um, I think just one thing to keep in mind is that we have such a powerful God, um, that those feelings, they shouldn't last more than a second because he's got your back. And even though it's a natural feeling, he's going to carry you through. So just be encouraged and whatever you're going through, um, I encourage you to read up on this story and to really just remember that, like, in the still moments, in in those times of just being quiet, like, you will hear his voice, and he will comfort you and give you his peace. Yes. And that is my peace. <laughs> oh, look at you. <laughs> Trying to pun. <laughs> I'm bad at it. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, no, thank you for being on today's podcast. This is so fun. I, I love this. It feels so awkward, but it's. I am glad that I came on. You were wonderful. Mel is amazing. Please, guys, check out her YouTube channel, um, which is Melly Coachelli. And I will have a little tag on that too um, in the description for this episode. And um, yeah, check out her stuff. And she is an amazingly talented makeup artist. So, do you have any makeup artistry needs? in anywhere on the east coast just about or even just about anywhere like if you're in california just we'll travel travel. <laughs> so, we'll travel. <laughs> so um she really is incredible so i want to thank her for being on today and just appreciate her incredible faith and our friendship oh. um and pray for us and in this podcast um but again please check out um, my website dearsparrows.com please <laughs> submit questions to the instagram um, at Dear Sparrows or at Callie Logan. That's Callie with a Y. Um, and please submit any questions you guys have, any feedback, anything. I'm always open and welcome to that. Um, 
be kind always. <laughs> um, and be sure to check out the book, um, Dear Young Sparrow, which <coughs> will be available everywhere by the time this podcast airs. Officially comes out July 3rd. Um, and yeah, so I'll pray us out. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for Mel and that she got to be a part of today's episode and just for her wisdom and her integrity and her faith. Um, Lord, I pray for all those listening to this today. I pray that you would comfort them and give them your peace. I pray for those moments of doubt, those moments of insecurities, those moments of fear, those moments that we are in storms, that you would remind us that you are the captain, that you are in control and that you know everything going on. And even when we feel like you're sleeping, you are alert and you know what is going on and that you have a plan. In your name we pray. Amen.